0: Alright my friends and family Hope you're all doing well God bless you I'm excited to continue in the gospel according to John Last time we read chapter 14 Just such a profound chapter Jesus establishing who he is And the implications of that And what it means to really Be a follower of him To really believe in him Uh, Jesus said I am the way The truth And the life And no one comes to the father But by me Except through me So As much as we want to think that Salvation And earning and, And As much as we want to think that salvation And going to heaven can be earned by our good works or our good deeds that is not the case the only way to heaven is through faith in Jesus Christ no one comes to the father but by me and there's a lot of other scriptures we could add to um affirmed uh, affirm whether or not that we we are really believing in Jesus um but that's not the point of What I'm trying to say Jesus just made this bold statement And um, If you're at all concerned with your salvation You know It behooves all of us to Study and learn What it means To be connected with the son That we may have access to the father Um, But it's so much more We want to be connected to the son And the father And the holy spirit and not only in this life, to, in the life after, but this current life. So a lot of implications in it, and it's very important to establish our relationship with the Lord and with our creator. But nevertheless, let's uh, continue reading in the gospel according to John. We are in chapter 15 and the first caption reads, Jesus is like a vine, verse 1. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that does not produce fruit. Now, there's a bubble caption over the word branch. And it says, branches are Jesus' followers. See verse 5. We'll get to that in a little bit. There's another bubble over the word fruit. And fruit means The the way Jesus' followers must live to show they belong to him. So to produce fruit means the way Jesus' followers must live to show that they belong to him. See verses 7 through 10. So we'll get to that as well. Let me go from the top. Jesus said, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that does not produce fruit. He also trims every branch that produces fruit. To prepare it to produce even more Mm. So if we're getting trimmed Don't be discouraged God is preparing you To produce even more fruit And what did we say fruit was? A way that we should live To show that we belong to Jesus And we're going to learn more about that In verses 7-10 through So verse 3 You have already been prepared to produce more fruit by the teaching I have given you. Stay joined to me and I will stay joined to you. That's a command. That's an instruction. No branch can produce fruit alone. It must stay connected to the vine. It is the same with you. You cannot produce fruit alone. You must stay joined to me. All right, so to produce fruit, which we know is a way of living that proves that we are a follower of Jesus. And it's interesting. We can't produce this type of fruit. We can't live a life that's pleasing to Jesus without staying joined to Jesus. And if we stay joined and connected to Jesus, he will stay joined to us. All right? We cannot produce fruit alone. We must stay joined to me, to Jesus. Verse five, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you stay joined to me and I to you, you will will produce plenty of fruit. But separated from me, you won't be able to do anything. If you don't stay joined to me, you will be like a branch that has been thrown out and has dried up. All the dead branches like that are gathered up Thrown into the fire and burned. Stay joined together with me and follow my teachings. If you do this, you can ask for anything you want and it will be given to you. Show that you are my followers by producing much fruit. This will bring honor to my father. And there's a bubble caption above the word honor and it reads, Honor or glory. So this will bring honor or glory to to my father. Verse 9, I have loved you as the father has loved me. Now continue in my love. I have obeyed my father's commands and he continues to love me. In the same way, if you obey my commands, I will continue to love you. I have told you these things so that you can have the true happiness that I have. I want you to be completely happy. This is what I command you. Love each other as I have loved you. The greatest love people can show is to die for their friends. You are my friends if you do what I tell you to do. I no longer call you servants because servants don't know what their master is doing. But I now call you friends because I have told you everything that my father told me. You did not choose me. I chose you. And I gave you this work to go and produce fruit, fruit that will last. So go and live. So basically, go and live a life pleasing to the Lord. And that will last eternity. That will will leave a legacy, not not only on this earth, but but in life after. All right. And our time in heaven and our time with uh, with the Lord. So where was I? So. But now I call you friends because I have told you everything that my father told me Verse 16. You did not choose me, but I chose I chose you. And I gave you this work to go and produce fruit, fruit that will last. Then the father will give you anything you ask for in my name. So abide, remain and stay in Jesus. Bear fruit, which is proof that we are in fellowship with Jesus. Then the father will give us anything we ask in Jesus' name. Verse 17. This is my command. Love each other. Next caption, Jesus warns his followers. If the world hates you, remember that they hated me first. If you belonged to the world, the world would love you as it loves its own people. But I have chosen you to be different from those in the world. So you don't belong to the world, and that is why the world hates you. Remember the lesson I told you. Servants are not greater than their master. If people treated me badly, They will treat you badly too And if they obeyed my teaching They will will obey yours too They will do to you Whatever they did to me Because you belong to me They don't know the one who sent me If I had not come And spoken to the people of the world They would not be guilty of sin But now I have spoken to them So they have no excuse for their sin that I, I talk about this concept a lot in uh just in conversation that when we're not aware of our sin God I'm not going to say he doesn't hold it against us, but he's not as harsh he's more forgiving more merciful than when when he when we are aware of our sin when we have when we acknowledge that we are sinners and we know that the lifestyle we're living is not pleasing and and we understand that Jesus came to die for our sins and this is our life, this is our life in sin and this is the freedom that Jesus provides. Once we learn that, God is going to hold us accountable for that. And he says, he says, but now I have spoken to them so they have no excuse for their sin. So there's no excuse. Whoever hates me also hates my father. I did things among the people of the world that no one else has ever done. If I had, done, if I had not done those things, they would not be guilty of sin. But they have seen what I did and still hate me and my father. But this happened to make clear the full meaning Of what is written in their law Quote They hated me for no reason There's a bubble next to that It says they hated me for no reason These words could be from Psalm 3519 Or Psalm 694 And you can look that up on your own time If you wish Verse 26 I will send you the helper From the father that caption reads or helper or comforter. I will send you the helper from the father. The helper is the spirit of truth who comes from the father. In that word truth, there's a caption that reads the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit. And it says, see Holy Spirit in the word list. It was his work to help Jesus's followers Understand God's truth See John 16 verse 13 We're obviously going to get to that um, tomorrow When he comes He will tell about me So I don't know if you remember um, I think it was a couple chapters ago I said that the Trinity of God God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit um, They testify of each other So Jesus is saying right now When the Holy Spirit comes, and notice he calls him a He. That's the third person of God, the Holy Spirit. When he comes, he will tell about me. The Holy Spirit will tell about Jesus. Verse 27 And you will tell people about me too, because you have been with me from the beginning. And that's it for chapter 15. So Jesus was talking to his disciples, he's telling them about the Holy Spirit. Um, he's telling them what it means to abide, to remain in him, that we may bear much fruit. He is divine. He is our source. He is our source of, of proper living. Now, mind you, it's not about works. Initially, it's about our faith in, in Jesus Christ. Once we put our faith in Jesus Christ and he reveals himself to us and we cling to him and have a proper relationship with him. Then we begin to bear fruit and then it does become about the works because because our faith should be evident by the works that we do. Put our faith in Jesus. He gives us a change of hearts. He puts a new desire in our heart. Our desire now becomes to serve him, and to please him, to live a life. Pleasing to the Lord. So. This change should be evident and that will be evidence that we are followers of Jesus, the fruits that we the fruit that we bear, the life that we live. All right. That's it for chapter 15. Another is good, man. It's getting good. I hope you guys are enjoying it as much as I am. Hope you guys are learning something. If not, I encourage you to go back, reread, study, look up words, cross references, uh, all the little captions that had, um, other scriptures and references from the Bible that were quoted. Definitely encourage you to go back and check those out. Um, but either way, we will pick up in chapter 16, learn a little bit more about the Holy Spirit. Chapter 16 is another epic chapter from the Bible. John chapter 16. Um, Jesus tells us, I'll give you a preview of chapter 16. Jesus, Jesus is going to say, in the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. So. Let's pray. Father God, we just come before you right now with thanks, with gratitude, deep gratitude, Lord, for life and life more abundant. Thank you for revealing to us through your Holy Spirit that you are Lord, that you are in charge and that you are the vine. And that if we abide in you and if we remain in you, we can live a life pleasing to you and have eternal life hereafter. Lord, we love you. We thank you. May your truth be revealed to us by your Holy Spirit. And may we cling to this truth with all we have. Bible says, buy the, buy the truth and sell it not. It means, it's, it means everything. I was in a, uh, I know I'm praying right now, God, but I'm also talking to the people listening. Um, but Lord, so I was in the, the antique shop the other day. And I, and I was looking at Bibles, super old Bibles, like 1930. Um, and I, there was a couple of them. I got one, I left the other. He's like, you know what? the other? I'll just give it to you. And I was like, nah, nah, leave that here for somebody else. Because if someone were to buy this entire antique shop just to get their hands on that Bible, it would be worth it. So buy the truth and sell it not. The truth is invaluable. Gain it, obtain it. So Heavenly Father, I pray that everybody listening has a desire to seek truth, your truth, your objective truth. Bless the listeners. Encourage them to grow deeper in their faith. It's not about me, the narrator, the commentator. It's actually not about them either. It's about you, Father God, and our individual relationships with you. And then it's about all of us. Much bigger than me, I decrease, Lord, as you increase. I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Love y'all, God bless you.